0: Are you starting to think about claiming your Social Security benefits? Did you know that most Americans simply start taking Social Security as soon as they're eligible and don't give any real thought to putting a strategy in place, meaning they could be leaving thousands of dollars on the table during retirement? I don't want that to happen to you. Today, I've put together a list of five tips that you absolutely must know before you start claiming your Social Security benefits. These tips could potentially add thousands of dollars in your pocket during retirement. If you're in the PERS system, stick around because we have a bonus tip at the end talking about the windfall elimination provision. Hello and welcome. Danette here. Thank you for tuning in to the Ready to Retire podcast. If you're looking for practical advice to help you on your financial journey, then please consider subscribing so that you can be informed as we release new episodes like this one. In today's episode, we're going to cover five essential tips that you absolutely must know before you start taking Social Security. First, we're going to talk about eligibility and the eligibility requirements. Second, we're going to talk about the full retirement age. And tip number three is talking about the early claiming penalty. And most people aren't aware of the penalty you get from taking Social Security early. Number four, we're going to talk about what happens if you plan on working during retirement. There are some important limitations to know about working during retirement. For tip number five, we're going to talk about spousal benefits and my favorite strategy for maximizing benefits during retirement. Our bonus tip number six is for anyone covered by PERS. We're going to take a look at the windfall elimination provision. And as you can tell by the name, it is a reduction in Social Security benefits. And there's some important things you need to know about. If you're getting ready to start taking Social Security, then this episode's for you. Let's get started. Danette here, and welcome to the Ready to Retire podcast, where we share real life stories and actionable tips and strategies to help you along your financial journey. Are you ready to retire? Let's go. Before we dive in, I wanna point out that we have a lot of resources for you. We have a link to the My Social Security page so that you can get your Social Security statement. We have a chart for calculating full retirement age. And we have created a workbook that we are giving away for free that you can download and that workbook is going to be a great resource to help you identify your sources of income in retirement. So please take advantage of that and all the links are going to be below in the description. Tip number one is to determine your eligibility for social security. What I want you to do is download your statement. You can go to mysocialsecurity.gov and enter the portal there and download your personalized statement. It will give you a list of what you could expect at different ages, assuming you continue working at the level of income you're making until that point. Typically, to qualify for Social Security, you have to work for 40 quarters or roughly 10 years of employment. That does not have to be consecutive, it just has to be in total. It's worth mentioning that eligibility can be based on individual circumstances. For example, government employees and those that have served in the military may have an alternative benefit plan available to them. If you're covered on one of the alternative plans, Stick around to the end so you can hear about the Windfall Elimination Provision. Once you determine if you're eligible for Social Security, the next thing you're going to want to know is what is your full retirement age or abbreviated FRA. The full retirement age plays a really critical role in determining how your future benefits are calculated Full retirement age is currently between 66 and 67 years old, depending on the year you were born. I'm going to put a chart below in the description so you can look up your full retirement age, but it's very important to know exactly when your full retirement age is. Why is it so important? Because everything we talk about keys back into your full retirement age. When we talk about taking Social Security benefits early, it means early relative to the full retirement age. If you delay claiming benefits beyond your full retirement age, your monthly benefit will continue to increase. But it's important to note here that 70 is the cap. Pro tip, if you're 70, this is the maximum that you can get And you want to start applying for them now, if you haven't already. Let's move on to tip number three, understanding the early claiming penalty. Like I said at the beginning, most people turn 62 and start taking their Social Security benefits. And what most people don't realize is that there is a permanent reduction to how much Social Security you'll receive every month permanent and ongoing. So if you were to let the payments continue to increase every month that you delay claiming up until age 70, like we just talked about, once you start claiming benefits, then that amount gets locked in and your increases are only going to be tied to inflation. You're only going to get cost of living increases after you start claiming. If you were to delay, the amount that you receive every month increases by about 8% per year, as opposed to claiming early, then you only get the regular cost of living adjustment, which averages about 2% per year. That could be a reduction of about a third if you start taking benefits at 62 as opposed to waiting till your full retirement age. And I know what you're thinking. You're saying, yeah, but Danette, I have the cash in hand. I have the payments for the years that I started taking early as opposed to waiting where I didn't have the payments in hand. And yes, that's true. The break even is about age 81. If you are unhealthy, sick, have a history of people passing away early in your family, then yes, you probably want to start taking Social Security early because of that break-even point. If you're healthy, if you're active, if you don't have any family history of health problems and you expect to live longer than age 80 or 81, then it probably makes sense to delay. So it's really important to understand that trade-off of taking it as soon as you can versus delaying and how much more that can actually mean in your monthly income during retirement. Now, what happens if you're continuing to work during retirement? This is another really important distinction that some people aren't aware of. If you're planning on working, and you take social security before your full retirement age the penalty is really stiff for 2023 the amount is 18960 that you can earn from w2 income if you take social security early so if you earn more than that number 18960 then your Social Security is penalized $1 for every two that you make, meaning a 50% reduction in your Social Security if you draw prior to full retirement age. If you start claiming benefits in the year you achieve full retirement age, then it's a little less severe. The amount that you can earn is $50,000. $520 $520 for 2023, and the penalty for the amount that you earn over and above that is one out of every $3, so only a third in the year you turn full retirement age. After you reach full retirement age, there's no limit to the amount that you can make. You really want to keep this in mind in the year that you retire. You want to look at how much have you made in W2 income in the year that you retire and your age compared to your full retirement age. If you are retiring early and drawing early, there could be a substantial penalty. Now I want to switch gears and talk about spousal benefits. If you're married or even if you're divorced and were married at least 10 years, you may be eligible to claim spousal benefits. To be eligible for spousal benefits, you must be at least 62 years old and your spouse must be eligible to claim their benefits. If you want to receive the maximum amount, you'll have to wait until you reach your full retirement age. The amount that you could receive as a spousal benefit depends on your spouse's work history and the amount that they're eligible for. You can receive up to half of their benefit, depending on if you're waiting till your own full retirement age and if they are eligible. When you go to apply, the Social Security Administration will take a look at your earnings record and see how much you're eligible to receive. And they'll compare that to what you're eligible to receive under the spousal benefit And whichever of the two numbers is higher, that's the amount that you'll be able to collect. So one of the most important financial planning strategies for married couples is to make sure that you're maximizing one of the two amounts. Whichever spouse has the highest income, you should try to maximize their Social Security benefits. Because when the first of you passes away, then what will survive is the highest amount. So if one person is getting $3,000 a month for Social Security benefits, and the other spouse is getting $1,500 a month, you're receiving a total of $4,500 per month. If one spouse passes away the surviving spouse will get $3,000 a month going forward. Regardless of if it was theirs or their spouse's, the highest amount will continue. But you will lose the lower amount. And in terms of planning, I think it's really important to try to maximize one of the Social Security payments. In the case of divorce, as long as you were married at least 10 years before and are currently single then you can be eligible to claim based on your ex-spouse's record. A lot of people overlook this or aren't aware of it or just don't want to because it involves an ex-spouse. But this benefit is available if you meet those criteria and it does not affect the other person at all. So please, if you're eligible, make sure to look into it, ask about it, and see if that spousal benefit, based on your ex-spouse's record, could potentially be more monthly income than what you would receive on your own benefit. For tip number six, our bonus tip, I want to talk a little bit about the windfall elimination provision. What this is basically saying is if you qualify for PERS and Social Security, the windfall elimination provision is going to prevent you from collecting the full amount on both. You will get your PERS first, but then your Social Security will be reduced substantially. So sometimes people mistakenly think, hey, I worked for the school district for Uh, this many years, enough to claim PERS. And I also work 10 years in the private sector and am getting Social Security. So I'm going to get both amounts. And that is not the case. And your Social Security statement will not reflect this because it doesn't know that you're eligible for PERS. It's a real important thing to know if you are eligible for an alternative government pension program like PERS. Social Security benefits are the cornerstone of most people's retirement. It is a valuable source of income during retirement. I hope the tips that we shared with you today have been helpful. Please feel free to download our free guide, The Three Steps to Planning an Epic Retirement, Thank you for joining us. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. I'm so grateful to have you join me today on the Ready to Retire podcast. If you'd like to learn more information, please visit our website at truenorthwealth.com. Thank you for listening and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.